0: Winks Thinks Podcast, episode 16. I'm Bart Winkler. Uh, There is no fancy... My brother was yelling at me that I don't have a fancy do-do-do-do, Winx Thinks Podcast. And I may get that at some point, but I don't need the theatrics today because I really like what we're going to be talking about, and that's cheeseheads. The original Cheesehead Factory is down in Walker's Point, and for whatever reason, when I first heard that I don't know where I thought, like the North Pole or what, where I thought cheeseheads were made, but the cheesehead products and the different Fomation products, the football, I'm holding a football in my hand, there's, you know, coasters and everything that you can think of, basically, Uh, they have done a a Fomation cheesehead product for it. That's in Walker's Point, so that's in Milwaukee, and not only do they make the products there, but you can tour the facility now, and and I've been doing some stuff with that, and I'm going to go on a tour with some listeners who win via the contest, which is at our station website 1057fmthefan.com that runs through next Friday that'll be September 7th so as long as you hear this before September 7th go sign up at 1057fmthefan.com uh Ralph Bruno's in studio, Maggie Carter's in studio uh, they work with the uh, original cheesehead company although Ralph uh, the he's created the cheeseheads this is your this is your baby
1: <laughs>
0: how I mean, how did this all start, I think, is the first and obvious question that I would have for you.
2: Well, it it's not like it was a, a big plan. It was more of a just uh, a combination of things. You know, our, our lovely friends to the South have been calling us cheeseheads forever. And so um, I not was Not in a good way. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And and uh, I was involved in a baseball rotisserie league with a bunch of buddies of mine. And uh, one of the things that we do with that was go to a Brewer game. And so we were slated to go to County Stadium and we we're going to do some tailgating, of course. So I'm like, well, I, you know, personally, I love cheese. So I thought, well, I'm going to make a cheese head, you know. So I was in the pro- process of reupholstering my mother's couch, which was kind of a not a true business of mine, but just a sideline thing. So yeah. I had all this foam um, in the basement and upstairs and everywhere. So I, I, I carved a triangle for starters um, in the shape of a like a kind of a wedge type cheese, and then added some holes, which we ended up calling them Schmts now, the, the adorn adornment holes or schmivets. and and then kind of painted it another color of a different cheese. So we got all these cheeses kind of rolled up in one and have this this half that I was going to take to the burger and put it in a brown paper bag. Um, went to the game, and we're drinking our PBRs and Millers and sitting outside ready to go to the game. And the guy's like, okay, it's time to go. So I pull a hat out of the bag, put it on my head, and start walking. And my buddies just, like, looked at me and like, what? And what's Bruno doing? And they they just kind of scattered, right? And so I'm walking it, going in, we're looking for our seats, I'm still wearing it. And my buddies are just still kind of eyeballing me like he's yeah. he's, he's drunk. You know, he's doing something stupid. But a girl came running up to me and wanted to try it on. And so um, I handed her the hat. And then, and then my buddies are looking, going, wow, Bruno's getting chicks with a hat. <laughs> you know, so all through the game, we just kept taking turns passing the hat around. And, you know, it was just like, wow, there's there might be something here. So, okay, first of all,
0: this all started because of a Roto Fantasy Baseball League. And this was what year? Uh, 87. Yeah. That, that, that's impressive. I, I, I'm like sidetracked and want to talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit. Cause I just, uh, I don't know. 10 years ago, I joined my uncle's league that was created in the eighties. And man,
2: those leagues from the eighties that have stayed, are you still in status the same, pro. League? same status, league? It's status pro. Um, it it kind of got canceled, ah. you know, for a number of years, babies and weddings yeah. and all that stuff got in the way. So well,
0: if my uncle league, if they have an opening,
2: yeah. I'll, oh, yeah, I'll get in touch with you. I'd kick their butt, no problem.
0: And they are actually, our, uh, my mom's maiden name is Brunelli, so they're always Bruno is the oh, family nickname. Okay. So we're basically family, yeah, basically is what I'm saying. <laughs> so you thought you had something here, and like any great story, it was influenced because chicks seem to like it. So how did you say, I'm going to make a second one? How did that happen? I, I've got the first one, I'm going to make a second one, and I'm going to sell it
2: um, so I'm I'm a gadgety tinkerer self-proclaimed inventory kind of person and 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 so I'm I started trying to figure out okay I know what the material is it's a seat cushion but where does that come from and is it, you know how can I get it in bulk and what's what's it all about so back in the day when there were only yellow pages as as a resource you know the internet wasn't there um, just kind of pulled out of Yellow Pages and found a company locally in Waukesha uh, that sold polyurethane foam, which I knew nothing about. And <laughs> with a whole bunch of luck of finding uh, the right people that were willing to say, hey, come on in and we can talk about this, um, you know, my background was in pattern making and mold making. So I put together a a shape that was similar like the first original cheese head in, you know, and and put it under my arm and paid him a visit. And um, we came up with a formula and a color and uh, five gallon buckets later started, you know, mixing, pouring and producing cheese heads.
0: How quickly did it go from that to where everybody was buying them? And now I see them in airports and how quickly did it go to that? Cause I, I don't, I mean, I just have always known of cheese heads and I feel like as a kid growing up as well a Packer fan, uh, with the obvious connection, I just feel like I've always known of cheeseheads. How did it? How long did it take to get to that point?
2: So it was a uh, again with my background of zero in <laughs> marketing and sales and my inabilities to speak properly. It was very difficult. <laughs> um, for example, the first true sales were right back at County Stadium, where I took a garbage bag full of them and went um, to try to get to whoever the concessions, it's sports service, who they were. And so it took me two weeks of sitting on a couch and watching people walk by. And the receptionist said, uh, well, He should be here any minute now. And, oh, and hours no. went by. Finally, somebody said, You know, kid, I've seen you here for. Uh, days on end what is it you're looking for and so i got to see the right guy and, and he he said we won't buy them, but we'll put them on consignment and i'm like i didn't know what that meant but i'm like yes okay we'll <laughs> do it so um it's it started as very slowly that way and then in the meantime after um that i went to um sporting goods stores cheese shops kind of doing the same thing showing showing the wares in and, in and, I use that consignment uh, method on a lot of the the first uh, sellers of our product. We were in a company called Moon Fun Shop a million years ago. And uh, so it it just kind of was, you know, just real common sense kind of things where uh, we were trying to get sales.
0: Because you'll see them more. I think Cheeseheads have become very tied in with the Packers. But you wore your first one at a Brewer game and then you were working at County Stadium or working with County Stadium to sell them there, that sort of surprised me a little bit because of how almost ingrained they are with the Packers at this point.
2: Yeah, the Packer jump uh, again happened. Um, again, all of this is pretty organic. It's through the fan base. It's 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 not anything that we're predicating. It's it's going where the flow is, and it happened in the mid '90s. Um, you know, with Brett Favre uh, going through. His rookie year, and um I think it was um and I'm I, I'm real bad with older Packers. I mix names together. Robert Brooks. Was, That's right. Okay, so he wore um one of our and I think it was a cowboy hat, and it got good publicity that way. And then next thing you know, people are just wearing them to Packer games, and we go to the Super Bowl and we have a Super Bowl caravan and we go down to Kill Mississippi with thousands of cheese heads and visit the Broke Spoke, uh, Brett Favre's brother's bar, yeah. and uh, uh, continue to go and win the Super Bowl that year.
0: That's awesome. I mean, I as I was telling you, I go to these Packer games. Once a year we go. This will be, I don't know, our 11th year or so. We're going to Seattle. So I can see Brett Hundley now who got traded. <laughs> uh, I get to see him. But you can always there's – a, there's a lot of Packer fans that come from Wisconsin to these games – and there's a lot that come from the Portland or Seattle or Northwest area for the Seattle game. They'll all be wearing cheese heads. It's like they make sure that they're wearing that in California. When I went to San Diego, you can almost say, "Oh, that person wears a cheese head." You're from California? Yep, yep. Why do you wear the cheese head? Well, I, I got to stay connected. It's a cheese head. So I think it's cool that it's. You know, you're going to see a bunch of them. The stadium in San Diego when we went. That stadium is garbage, which is why they moved. But it was like 70% Packer fans, and there's just cheeseheads everywhere. Literal cheeseheads. And the actual people cheeseheads just all over the place. And I just, I got to think for you, when you see that, even when you see one, like on the street, you see one guy wearing a cheesehead, just the way that it started to where it is now, is I would be blown away. It's
2: cool. It's super cool. I mean, it's, you know the the money aspect of it, which you know we're there making cheeseheads every day. It's not like living on an island, retired or anything like that. Yeah. So you know we're surviving off of the, the rush that that we're still the company that's blessed to be able to keep the uh, uh iconic thing going. You know f- for all the fan base. But the one of my favorite um fan stories is is a a, a guy that lived in Superior, Wisconsin that was. Um, he was a pilot, and he was in a small uh, two-seater airplane. Um, he wasn't the pilot that day. There were two guys in there, and they were coming back from a, um, a browns Packer game because he was originally from um, from Ohio and, and converted to a Packer fan. But he had his cheese head uh, with him, of course, coming back from the game, and they were coming back up to Superior, and the intake on the airplane froze up, and the plane started going down, and the, the pilot— Caught the tops of trees to slow the plane down, and and they crashed. They both lived, and uh, Frank uh, Emmert it was his name. And and there was this photo that hit uh, the press where this cheesehead was laying outside this plane crash in the snow. And all of a sudden, our phone is ringing, and people are going, "You guys will stop at nothing to get publicity for the product." <laughs> they thought it was something we staged, but it was a true a true thing. He they were going down, and he reached behind his seat, grabbed his. Cheesehead from behind there and put it in front of his face and claims it you know saved his his life definitely saved his face but um, anyway just just the uh, an amazing story that you can't make stuff like that up.
0: I always thought it was made up. I always thought that one was made up because it became a little bit of an urban legend. But it's true. The guy was in a plane crash and a cheese head, I'm gonna say saved his life. I mean you gotta <laughs> you can always embellish a little bit, but. I'm gonna say it saved his life. I just, I just really like the fact that you took something that was an insult and turned it into something uh, that that is not. I go to these Packer games, like I said, man, cheese is like they they can smell the cheese coming out of our pores. If I just walked into a <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee bar, if they're playing the Titans, just by the smell, I mean the, ah, the cheese, cheese. So it was at the Tennessee game where I. You know, I drank a little at these games, and I had nacho chips and nachos, so I just drank the cheese out of the nacho <laughs> tray. You're right, I like cheese. It's coming all over my face. But we do like cheese, and, you know, it is sort of like the thing that Wisconsin's known for, and the fact that it's used as an insult and then flipped around, that's what I like. Yeah. That that you did that. I think that is, that is cool. Maggie, you're on board mm-hmm. with the Cheesehead uh, Factory. Yes. And now you guys are offering tours.
1: Yes. So we offer tours um, every day, Monday through Saturday. And we have tours running all day, every hour. Um, And we just have started that about a year ago and have had a lot of fun with it, with all the people that have been coming through, not only from Wisconsin, not only across the nation here, but we've had plenty of um, people outside of the country coming in when they happen to be in Wisconsin, they happen to hear our name, and then have come in to take a tour, too.
0: How did you think that that would be something to do? I, I know there's brewery tours, mm-hmm. and it's fitting you guys are in an old brewery. Yes. Yeah. So it does have that feel, but I just, I wouldn't, I don't know, when you're at a place that's work, you guys are making cheese heads mm-hmm. I wouldn't think that, "Eh, let's have people walk around in here and and check it out. But it is very interesting.
1: Right, right. Well, it was was, uh, Ralph's brainchild, and it's something that a lot of people had been asking him over the years when we were at our previous locations, if they could come in and just kind of see what it's like. Because there are a lot of people out there who just kind of see the foam products, and it's like, oh, it's foam, it's probably made abroad. Um, But when they find out that it's a local company here that's still the inventor of the first one still making them almost everything's made by hand too so uh it's just really fascinating for people so they want to see how it works
2: and you have that first one we do yes. we do it's it's in the house somewhere so still have and the they first one. sometimes
0: <laughs> i have seen
2: it and it, it looks different but it, it
0: looks the same if that makes sense but it's just it's crazy that that you still have that one i'm glad that you had i don't know if it was you kept it on accident or you had the foresight to keep it but
2: yeah, my mom was very protective. Actually, it stayed it stayed in the <laughs> hall closet for for many years. I mean,
1: it was her couch, right? <laughs>
2: it was <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, that's actually part. Of, you had a couch on your head, and now <laughs> people basically wear couches on their heads. Mm-hmm. When when you had the cheese head hat, so that was what you made. It's what you took to the game. It's what you tried to, sell at County Stadium. When did you start making other stuff? Like I said, I'm holding a football right now. When did you start making other stuff?
2: so you know um not everybody to this day and and even back then more were not interested at all in wearing a cheese hit. and i get that it, you know it's a bit of a statement but at that period of time which we kind of went from the prototype to production in in it was virtually in two weeks so at at county stadium the feedback that um we got and again I I think I can say this now that it was we were getting a little bit of a rub from uh, the upper uh, ownership that didn't like the the fact that this thing was coming in into there and they weren't you know they they weren't a part of necessarily the the design of this sure so somebody said Bud Selig said. That you did not like it, so they said that it was infringing upon people's vision and you couldn't see past the, <laughs> the, the cheesehead in front of you, which we know isn't the case at all. So we came up with a baseball cap. That was the the second uh, product that we made was a cheesehead baseball cap, and it's still a, a very popular seller uh, that we have. And um, you know that one was you know plenty of garbage bags of those going into County Stadium um, early on too. So.
0: Give me five weird items that you
2: um so there's the weird stuff and then there's the stuff that's probably sells a little bit more. Yeah, so do that. So what do you think, Maggie? What's... Uh
1: well our top ones would be um the regular cheese head hat, of course, the baseball cap, like you said, also cowboy. Um we make our cozy. So some people call it yep. a koozie, but we call it our wedge cozy that has a handle in there. Um those and the coasters are really popular. Some of the ones that not many people know about, I think a super underrated one is our cheese ball hat. So it's shaped kind of like a baseball um, with the lines like on a normal stitching. one. Stitching. Okay. Yeah, the stitching. But then it has the texture of a cheese puff and it's like a larger baseball cap. So not many people know about that one, but we've had some little kids make it during our tours and it's just the cutest thing ever because it's like a, they're wearing a baseball on their head.
0: When I was there, the last time I was there, I was playing with cheese swords.
1: Yep, the daggers.
0: <laughs> oh, the daggers! Come on. Yes, that makes sense. <laughs> Has there ever been something that you made that you thought would go over well and didn't, or that was maybe too hard to make? Uh, oh, yes.
2: <laughs> there's, you know, um, there's been And not failures as much as I still like them, but other people didn't. <laughs> um, like in the and we we did a thing um, that was a little. A little bit too techy, I guess. Um, earlier on, we made a a cover for. Do you remember Walkmans? Were yeah, right, of course. Right? Yeah. Radios. I right? got gotcha. you. So we made a wedge that went over your Walkman, and I'm like, "This is it, you know. We're, <laughs> let's get the path to the bank. You know, we're gonna sell a ton of these things." And and it just was like, no, it it, it looks stupid, you know, and it didn't work. And I mean, it worked, but it just it wasn't appealing. But uh, yeah, there's when you think too hard, usually. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, a lot of this stuff um, that we do, you know, people are like, uh, can we send you suggestions and what do you do? And, you know, whose idea is it and this, that, and the other thing. And that's that's kind of the hard part because people think that if they take our foam with the trademark color and hole pattern and produce it in a different shape, like slippers or something, uh, you know, that that's their idea. Unfortunately, it's they're, it's them taking our stuff and turning it in, into a, um, what they think is their idea, but it's still kind of our product. So, right. um, but the, it's endless and we look for more of the things that are, whether it's coming from something culturally changing in, in, in our grill or, um, something that's happening in sports or who knows what, you know, it's, we're, we're always looking uh, for something that can be spontaneous
0: because when I, I guess i was maybe a little surprised and people might be too it's much much more than just the cheese products than then the foam cheese products mm-hmm. i can think of the buffalo wing hat i think i saw a pizza hut logo hat yeah. in there there's a lot of other different stuff
2: is there anything that you won't make is there anything in that category so so there you know the corporate stuff like we've done a lot of work pizza hut we've made uh, cheese Ritz Cracker seat cushion, very awesome. Oh, so, yeah. so we've done a lot of custom stuff uh, in Sinkerator. We made them a, a foam garbage disposal hat. So we'll we'll do virtually anything. We stay away from things like um, Naughty But Nice wanted us to make uh, a specific cheese item. And, <laughs> and, we, <laughs> and we said, no, we don't have the balls for that. You know, we're not, <laughs> not going to be able to do that. So... Um, we stay yeah, away from yeah, that, I, you know. Yeah. We we have to be somewhat. Um, we're family yeah. and family orientated, and we, you know, we try to balance on the fence as best we can with some of the ideas. But there are a lot of ideas I'd love to do, but just you know, wouldn't be tasteful. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you would like to go the naughty but nice route?
0: Maybe that would get you right to the bank.
2: Maybe uh, or the uh, cheeses. That that's another thing that people every. Once in a while, we ask us for a version of a a, a cheeseus, you know, if you like can, a cheese Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I I don't know. Like a
0: baby Jesus made of cheese for the manger I, yeah. at Christmas. Now that'd
2: be kind of that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, do a manger. <laughs> yeah, do a
0: manger recreation where everyone is in cheese.
2: One of the things that was a tough decision for us is when Brett Favre um, left and. Um, we went to Minnesota and we had uh, some investors call us and, and said they had an idea for something and they wanted to know if if we were interested in doing it. And it, it, the order would have been a $25,000 order for us, which is, you know, big. We're a small company. That's that's good money. What it was was a purple cheese head is what they were asking us to mm. produce. Yeah. So um, we went as far as, you know, getting the pricing thought out and all that. And then I'm like, wait a minute, we can't possibly do that as much as, well, we love Brett Favre now, but back then, you know, as, as great as he is as a quarterback, um, it just, it wouldn't be right. And so um, we passed on that big order.
0: Did you tell him buy our cheeseheads"? If you happen to accidentally spray painted purple, I guess that's fine.
2: Yeah, there. That's another a whole another side of it too, Bart. That the creativity of what people do with cheese heads after. Yeah. The, you know, I the, my favorite, and I couldn't tell you. I know it was at least ten years ago. Somebody had taken a cheese head, and it was for a Packer game, and they put um, a Christmas, a little Christmas tree in the middle on the top, and put a like an N gauge Ray Roll a railroad around that had a train going around the outside, moving around, and it was functional. This little train was running around on top of a cheese head. But um, the fan base is just, uh, you know, for the same reason they wear it, you know, their creativity, their outgoingness, it's just always awesome to see what people are doing with them too.
0: Oh, how would Bud Selig feel if he sat behind that guy (laughs) with the railroad cheese hat for the holidays right in front of him? So uh, it is very cool. It's very cool that you guys kind of do open your doors and show people how this works. I am going to go on a tour with four people that listen to The Fan. Uh, you guys can sign up again. If it's if you're listening to this before September 7th of 2018, sign up at 1057fmthefan.com, and I'm going to go on a tour with four people, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. As part of the tour, Maggie, you can make your own product as yes. part of the tour? hmm That is that safe? Are people anyone can do that?
1: (laughs) Yes. So, uh, one thing that's really cool about our process is that it's all like I mentioned, super intriguing, and you've never seen anything like it, but it can be boiled down to simple steps like pouring and you know, putting something on a scale. So, our team does any of the slightly what could be considered dangerous, just the mixing. You know, we have our team mix it because they're the professionals, you know, um, but each person gets to pour his or her own cheese head hat or like the cowboy we have about 10 different options of things that they can make for it um sometimes they don't turn out perfect and again <laughs> if we say it's your first time it's not going to be perfect but uh we haven't had any any dangerous interactions at all it's it's really i mean it's foam it's it's soft right. it's cushy and it, it's uh it's really safe
0: i'm just someone i have a hard time like I repaired my thermostat once and I thought I should get a congressional medal of honor because it was such a achievement that <laughs> right. making or creating anything like physical I'm like yeah. oh my goodness.
1: The but only that, thing the only thing we say is that the foam might like you a little too much so it can stain <laughs> your clothes or your hand for a day. So that's oh, the, that's okay. the worst of it. Okay.
0: It is cool that they get to to be a part of that though, mm-hmm. to see what it's like to do that and that you can check out at cheesehead.com uh, as far as tours. And then as far as the tour with me, again, if it's before September 7th at 1057FMTheFan.com.
2: There's like so many stories that go back to, to Brett Favre, some signings. We had made some cheese footballs. We had Brett Favre sign those. And then um, we actually were uh, working with Reggie White on some pieces that he was doing some signings for. So um, we've had, you know, um, great brushes with great Packers over the years. Um uh, recently, there uh, we had done some pieces for Weird Al Yankovic, where he was uh, doing his Lady Gaga tour, and we made some wearables for him, where we incorporated LED lights inside uh, some of our foam pieces that we made for him. So yeah,
1: apparently, how that one started was he just placed an order online, and it was the the ship to address was just Weird Al, and then a <laughs> California address, and whoever got that order was like. No, that can't be him. So they called up the number, and it turned out actually being him. And then we went through and made the fluorescent and the LED, and just went a little overboard on it. But yeah, that was featured on his tours.
0: Well, good for him. Yeah, I talked to him once, eight minute interview on the radio years ago. I mean, the the fact that it, he it sounds like he placed the order himself, and then yeah, that's that, cool. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: that's cool. That's humble. That's that's neat. Um, but yeah, the run-ins with Packers, I think, I think is kind of cool.
2: Yeah, celebrities um, too. Um, over the years, along again, it's showing the longevity of how long we've been around, we we had heard that there were um, Bruce Willis uh, back in the day when uh, he was on a number of different uh, TV shows. He was uh, seen wearing a cheesehead running down some beach in California. So. Um, it's it's really great to to hear some of the stories uh where these things pop up and and who's wearing them uh, one time there was a group of um, it was uh, from the state of Wisconsin the milk marketing board was doing um, a thing in Africa to help them promote dairy uh, showing them how to produce milk and cheeses and they they took some cheese heads with them as you know to points of interest and to generate and, and the pictures that we had gotten back from seeing cheese heads in jungles with, you know, with huts and things like that alongside of these cows. And it's like, again, one of those that looks like it's made up, but it was, it was true. And, and again, it's all, you know, it, it, it can really generate interest point focus things on, um, causes sometimes and that's that that was really a cool moment for us there
0: i think the whole and you said the word organic before the
2: whole organic
0: thing like you can't you almost just can't you can't you can't just say i'm gonna make this the biggest you know foam product you just you can't you can't imagine from where you were to where you are and all the different places in between but if one person sees it and this person sees that, I, I just, it's fascinating really.
2: And a lot of times people want to figure it out and, and produce a, a blueprint from it to try to do something like that. And you, you just really can't because it is, it's because it's being organic and being unpredictable and it being more of a, uh, it's, it, it's got, it's a product, but it has feel to it. Both the, 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 the softness of it, but, but, uh, it's, uh, emotional people are you know it carries emotion with it too so it's um we don't try too hard to figure it out because you know
1: right and then mess with it yeah and then with that it takes out a lot of pressure on us like we can just do what we know we do best like coming up with creative ideas if it works it works if it doesn't work it it didn't work whatever it's still an organic um experience with all of the things that we offer people
0: i have people try to like make a company that's just like it? Like I've, I used to have Legos, but I used to have Tycos. Is there like a Tycos? Comp-
2: there is. There is. There's a company that um, involves a, a retired NFL football player that actually we were in conversation. He, he had some ideas of things he wanted to make for other NFL teams. And I said, well, my opinion of that is, you know, it's you don't make the hat for the team. The fan base gives you the ideas and and so for somebody to just sit at a drawing board and go i'm going to make this hat for this team and this hat for that team it it just it doesn't work you know so um the the company still is out there making uh wearable foam hats but honestly i there are few and far between that i've ever seen at a lot of the games you know it's really again the about the fan base that that is uh the success it's not the product
0: well, it's really cool, and again, you can see all this for yourself, hear these stories, and others uh, along the way on the tour. You've got how many guys that do the tours for you?
1: Well, there we each tour has um, just one guide, unless it's a larger one. But I think we have a five or so five tour guides, um, all different ones throughout the week. And I know people have taken multiple tours with multiple guides, and they still have a great experience. So.
2: Yeah, good balance between the. Um, Justin and mm-hmm. uh, Sean.
1: Yeah, Casey on Saturdays. Michael just got added to the team.
2: Angie. Mm-hmm. So everybody's—it's just like comedians, you know—they're all good. Sure. So um, all our guides are good, and um, you know, with with what we have to offer, along with that, you know, between uh, beverages and and other souvenirs, it's you know, uh, with regards to the tour that you're going to come on, I think that's going to be fun to see what uh what your winners uh, select for some of the stuff.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Um sign up 1057fmthefan.com to go on the tour with me. You can check out more about the product and the tours at cheesehead.com. Thanks for a couple minutes here. This has been interesting. I didn't know all the stuff about the county stadium stuff and the mm-hmm. brewer stuff, which when I mean, you look at it again, you think you just your brain thinks Packers and that's right. part of that's part of the state I mean, we were talking to a Badger guy and then we saw news that our backup quarterback got traded and then we had to cancel like cancel the Badger interview. Like there's so much other, the Brewers, Badgers, Bucks, but Packers do take over and that's why there's a connection. But the fact that it happened at County Stadium, I think, is pretty interesting too. Ralph, Maggie, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Cheesehead.com, Winx Things Podcast.